everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are Santa Goes LGBTQ Pop Culture Podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. I'm Daddy Bear Eric. And it's me, Bryn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also here. I'm still here. She's still here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we were off last week. We took a little bit of a break because these two were busy. Yes. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a show. I want the weekend off. Yes. Plus, I was recovering from a very eventful Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot but you guys we have a very special guest today which i'm very excited to talk to so we have evan from the trans family service support or what is the total title yeah, it was yes. you were is so that close. it yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's trans family support services there we go trans family support services um which is it originally here in san diego yes, yes. um who provides a bunch of different services for trans families for the parents for the young kids, for young adults. Um, so we're going to get into what the organization is about and some of the most common questions um, you guys do for education, for families, and all of that. Right, But first, before we get to all that heavy stuff, I want to take care of some um, housekeeping stuff. So you know we posted our... Yeah. Lovely mascot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Name. So votes are still coming in. So our, on our Christmas episode is when we will reveal her name and who won the contest to name her. So. <laughs> um, and our Christmas episode, we have a very special guest coming on that. Jasmine Glam Yay. is coming back on the show for our Christmas episode. I'm I so saw excited. her last night. She's so excited. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about it, uh, an event I went to on Saturday for Mostly Monkeys here in San Diego. It is a nor- nonprofit organization that is a sanctuary, a local sanctuary for animals that need help, that need rehabilitation. It's um, Jimbo from um, Urban Mo's and his partner, <laughs> Matt, who works at HBC here in San Diego. They have the nonprofit. It's called Mostly Monkeys. You can go to their website, mostlymonkeys.org. So I went to the fundraiser for them on Saturday. They raised awesome. $35,000. Yeah. For the organization. It was a really, really cool um, event. Miriam T hosted it. Um, but if you guys want to donate, check, and you can sponsor one of the animals that they have. So you can go to the website, mostlymonkeys.org. Um, donate. It's a really good organization, a local organization here in San Diego. Wanted to give them a shout out. And one of our listeners sent us a very lovely message. Um, Robert Marquis at... S-N-O-R-T-E-L-L-A-D-E-L-I-N-E. Do you know who that is? No. He was one of our listeners from Barcelona, sent a very lovely message that he thinks were really funny. And so I just want to give him a shout out because he listens. (laughs) All the way in Barcelona. (laughs) But yeah, so that was, um, yeah, just some housekeeping stuff. But back to the to the main show. Yeah. <laughs> so Evan, what is your what is your let's start with what do you do with the with the trans family support organization? Yeah, yeah, of course. So first, you know, my name is Evan. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I am the community and youth programming coordinator of trans family support services, depending on when you're listening to this. In January, my title will be changing, but I don't think it's okay. changed officially yet. So okay. like we're gonna we're gonna, you're still, gonna go still do that. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna just keep going with the the twenty twenty two title. Um but so so what I do specifically with the organization, I oversee all of our youth programming. So that ranges from within our youth programming realm, uh, elementary aged programming all the way up through we cap out our young adult programming at age 30. So that's support. Oh, okay. groups. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, nice. We were noticing. So I'm 24. Mm hmm. 
I started doing this work when I was 18. And when I was 18, it was really hard to find anything for the 18 to 24-year-olds. Yeah. Um, And then last year at the start of – not last year, two years ago at the start of the lockdown, um, we realized that our 24 to – like other young adults. So we, we decided 30, it's an arbitrary number, but um, they had nowhere to go because a lot of like the adult services and support groups were serving older adults. Right. So Mm -hmm. like the 50 plus community. Um, Mm -hmm. So we decided that our, our young adult programming would end at 30, not at like 24, which is the standard cutoff. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's support groups. We do discord servers. Um, we have a bunch of other programming that falls within our youth programming. We have so it's called the Gender Junk Program, mm-hmm. which helps folks get access to gender affirming apparel items at no cost to them. Oh, um, okay. So we'll safely deliver it with an alias or to an ally's address. That's so um, cool. At no that cost. That is really cool. Wow. It's, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's my favorite program, um, and I am always over budget on it. And, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and that's something that our board is very comfortable with because yeah. it's it's just a very exciting program. Um, and then we have a mentorship program where we connect young trans folks with trans folks who are more experienced in their gender journey. So it's not really an age thing yeah. as much as it's experience as a part of this community. And then mm. our, our final part of our youth programming is our Like Me program, which is our elementary-based programming. Um, and that's specifically, it's similar to our Kyler's Connections mentorship program, but it's specifically matching elementary age students who are trans and gender diverse with other elementary age students. Oh, so they're with their peers. Exactly. That is so cool. So like we were talking about earlier, right? Like the kiddos in like the middle of Arkansas who are like, I'm the country where they're the only queer. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Person there. Yeah. So a lot of the times our, our elementary kiddos are like, I am the only trans person that I know. And so they, um, they just need a friend who gets it. Yeah. So we have the Like yeah. Me program. That's so How amazing. did the organization start? Whose brainchild was it? So this is the brainchild of Kathy Molig, who is our executive director. She started the organization like over eight years ago now. We say yeah. eight years ago still, but it's... It's been longer. Closer to nine now. <laughs> um, but so how how our work got started was her her son came out as trans. Um, he was mm. 11 years old and... Um, they had been going to medical professionals for a long time that yeah. things had been going on and, and he was like suicidal at like 11, oh, right? Like there was wow. a, a genuine um, fear. Like he said to his mom, he said to Kathy that he genuinely like, he said this after he turned 18 because God forbid he had said this before, but he genuinely at that age couldn't imagine being 18. Oh, um, that wow. is, uh, yeah, that's right? heartbreaking. Uh, so they started advocating for Sam that's that's Kathy's son mm-hmm. and he's very he's very much like the face of our work in our yeah. organization cool. he's like everywhere well, on our he's, social media he, yeah he, he's, he's a big part yeah, of that, the organization the now right exist, yeah. right yeah. um and so Kathy was doing this work and at the time there weren't any providers who were willing to treat was the wording um mm-hmm. who were willing to treat trans minors um, so there was no way for anyone to access medical transition services in San Diego County. You, most yeah. people were going to L.A. Um, and so Kathy is a pusher. And so and she's worked in, in nonprofit for most of her adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she pushed, pushed, pushed. And finally, Sam was the first 
a trans patient being seen at Rady Children's Hospital. Wow. Um, there is, I love on the website when I was doing my research for this, there was something that – uh, verbiage on the website that said you don't need to google we have all yes, the information I yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like that is perfect because you know people who they're probably searching on google not knowing yeah. what to search for and getting so confused with all the information well, out and there's there miss like intentional oh, misinformation yes. out yeah. there so, so it's awesome that they can go to one source who is an expert in this topic i'm the and google. find yeah <laughs> and find everything they need whether yeah. it's how how do I deal with my insurance? Right, simple right. stuff yes, exactly. as that, or like, um, what do I? How do I have even start the conversation with my child? Right, and all of that kind of stuff. So I, yeah, and I notice that you guys do workshops not just for the kids but for the parents too. Yeah. yeah. So well, and so with our how we became like an organization, right? So like Kathy just did it for her and her kid, and then. There were a lot of um, Facebook pages that Mm -hmm. were for, like, the parents of trans youth. And they were like, how did you do this? Yeah. And so she started doing a lot of, like, case management very informally. And it was actually in a San Diego school, like, not San Diego school district, but a San Diego school. She was sitting in a, a meeting with the school principal and this other family. And she realized, like, she had no power in yeah. this conversation yeah. she was just a friend mm. of the family yeah so that's how we became a nonprofit. is people were like we need help and we were like sure i don't know what i'm doing either but we're gonna help yeah um and so that's very much been our like guiding principle through all of our services wow. it's just, like, and then you guys also have chapters not just here yeah. in san diego yeah. so talk about that where where they're at and if there's somebody out there that wants to even start maybe a chapter in their city or town that they're in. Yeah, we would love that. Um, <laughs> Tony, making deals. Oh, oh, like, hey, you have listeners in Barcelona? Barcelona, yeah. Right? <laughs> but so um, our we, we opened up a chapter in, I think, 2019 mm-hmm. in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, so that's and, – and that was a very similar situation yeah. to what happened here in, in San Diego is we were actually just doing this work here and, and a mom – reached out to us and was like, hey, how do I bring this to Alabama? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to work Let's it out it. together. Yeah, how do we so do that? now we actually have a full-time staff yeah. member in Alabama, <laughs> and we offer all the same support group services. So, yeah like, yeah, like you mentioned, that's our youth programming. We have youth support groups. We also have parents support groups for mm. the parents of trans youth. So that's been a really exciting thing <sighs> that we've gotten to do. And, and last year, last summer, we hosted um, Alabama's first ever Trans Pride. Oh, oh, God, that's that amazing. That is awesome. Wow. God. It's just, it's really interesting to hear just, that. I know, they were probably all pissed <laughs> off. All those, all those red, <laughs> red Well, it's people. wild because, yeah. like, the, the public's perception, yeah. right, the general layperson's interaction with our community they don't even know we like exist uh-uh. to like yeah. have an issue with us. It's it's legislators. Oh, exactly. It has right. nothing to do with like <clears throat> Alabama. It has everything to do with the people the in charge. Of people. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. right. So it, oh, talk about boo bash that happened here in San Diego. Because <laughs> there's a lot of controversy yeah. around oh, that yeah. as far as with the the conservatives here in San Diego. Yeah. So Boo Bash was actually a really cool event. And friend of the podcast, Strawberry Corn Cakes, um, hosted the event that – and Evan, we were talking about this before the show, how even here in Hillcrest in San Diego and I'm sure in other c- cities, for people under the age of 21, mm-hmm. there isn't a space for them. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. we, who are over 21, we have the bar scenes. We have yeah, exactly. Bars. We have that, but – 
So Boobash was really catered to yeah. those those individuals under mm-hmm. 21. But you guys got yeah, when there's when there's positivity, there's haters. Exactly. Yeah. And with any sort of and we talk about it a lot within our staff of like with any sort of growth in awareness and support, mm-hmm. yeah, now we're suddenly gonna get a lot of other stuff. But um yeah. Boobash was it was a family friendly Halloween party for the queer community. Yeah. Um, because and like you and I were talking about before the show, our our youngest clients that we serve and we support with our work, we have uh, a couple of three-year-olds who are gender diverse. And then our oldest client is 78. So like we have all sorts of family structures and mm-hmm. ages and, and just a whole bunch of, you know, people with their grandkids, right? Um, That's and then so cool, kids. I know, right? I, I know. <laughs> it's so much fun. I am genuinely so lucky to do this work. But yeah. um so we wanted to we wanted to create space where these kids didn't have to worry about their Halloween costumes being yeah. questioned because why is that little boy wearing a dress, right? So Brin's <laughs> like absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> I was volunteering at my daughter's school. Yeah, yeah. And there were little there, you know, there was um, you know, a child wearing a dress, and one of the other little boys was like, "Why is that boy in a dress?" And I had to stop and be like, "Anyone can wear whatever uh-huh. they want." And yeah. but and then I'm like, "I'm volunteering here," and I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> well, little listen. Timmy, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something." Some yeah, <laughs> but it is still things as basic as that, and like yeah. you know, wearing a dress or wearing pants or like what you know that doesn't even translate into like yeah that. Right. But it, it is on such a basic level that people still need that education. Right. It's true. So, so that very... was that was the the dream behind it is we just wanted a safe space for these kids to go trick or treating. Yeah. And um, you guys have events all the time, don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. What are do you have some of the ones that are coming up? Uh God, what do we have any events? We should have right told now? you before this. I know. <laughs> like bringing it on every like so. <laughs> um I don't my boss is gonna She's. Okay, they're going to be like. She's, Evan, she's gonna listen never to this. again. She's like, Are you never. This is so what you we have, have middle middle space. So yeah, we have our support groups go year round. <laughs> That's where what we're going to take. Yeah. Um, a, they're going to have a short break the last week of December, first week of January. Our groups won't be meeting, but sh- typically, um, all of our groups. So our middle school group meets the first and third Tuesdays of every month, and then our high school group meets the second and fourth Tuesdays. Um, and then our young adult group meets on the first and third Thursdays. And then you'd have to ask someone else yeah. about our parent groups because that's not my <laughs> But I love that there is specific time <laughs> yeah. for kids who are all in middle school to get together with yes. other peers their age, just as high school kids and even elementary kids. I mean, I when I was growing up, there was nothing like that. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Well, yeah. and even, you know, we talk about, so yeah. I, I grew up in, in Poway in North County and yeah. accessing any sort of exactly. anything was impossible. So all of our support groups are are fully virtual for that purpose. How have you seen awesome. the difference? Because you started yeah. the work when you were 18 yes. and then now you're 24. So have you seen a difference with the younger, especially the younger like kids, yeah. their mindset when it comes to sexuality and gender? They're so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> This incredibly mind blowing thing. You're like, I thought I was caught. I know, but I'm not. I was like, wow, I thought I had good ideas, but like, because you're so much less inhibited at that point. And I feel like middle school is like, 
Oh, so tough. <laughs> but if you're yeah, in a space where you're allowed and encouraged yeah. to be yourself, because... Well, and think about, like, how much media representation of our community has increased, yes. right? Oh, like, yeah. there's... So much. Books and movies and... TV shows. Television and, shows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, just, like, that graphic novel that my daughter's reading yes, right now. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> the Lumberjanes. Check the it out. Lumberjanes. I like yeah. the artwork for it. You it's know me good. with all yeah. the art. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Like, I think we talked about this. Yeah. My daughter's seven, and there's so all of the cartoons that she watches. They're like the new She-Ra, and then yeah. there's um, Owl House. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. My but kids there's, are obsessed with Owl House. Yes, Owl House. I've Owl House, and there's um, trans characters, and there's um, you know, there's a girl and girl relationship. <laughs> she and Aaron, like, cool. like not yeah. when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I look at that and I'm like. That's rad. That is yeah, rad. So rad. Like when when I was uh, like, Shira was like a hypersexualized. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. My, Same you know, with He-Man. He-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But He-Man man. was gay. We all know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he had that little blonde bob. He's, Come oh, on yeah. now. My, I mean, my sister and I were just talking about it. because So my sister also was like obsessed with the new Shira because, of course, she's a very feminine lesbian. And yes. So to see feminine queer women. Yeah. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> incredible. Um, and like Steven Universe was really the first oh, show Steven yes. to do yeah. trans representation and yes. they have a non-binary character who was voiced by a non-binary by, yep. actor yeah um and so like and and my partner and i were just talking about about all of the like how different our childhoods would have been mm. if we had seen that like this is allowed and like my my partner is latino and very much that piece for him when he was coming out, when they were coming out, it was very much only that piece of there were white trans people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now to see books like Julian is a Mermaid, right? Which yes, is yes. Yeah. A yeah. children's book. And it has a gender diverse person of color. And it's very much like this, this like piece of like, oh my gosh, we're allowed to look like that. And um, if you've seen Wendell and Wild, yes. right? The yeah. new Henry's, like, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> but there's uh, an indigenous Latino trans yeah. man in the yes, in the there movie, is. and they I talk about that. it, and they, it's like the way that they do it. With Flint, I watched it with my daughter, yeah. and like the way that they do it, it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, right. He's just trans, yeah, and yeah. and no it's one, not a, it's not a plot point, yeah. right? Yeah, yes, that's what I've right. noticed, especially when it comes to. Media. Yes. That there seems to be a turn with that where it used to be that was the gimmick in yeah. the show or the book or whatever. Now it's just like okay, and it was attached to like a tragic story. Kill, oh, exactly. Kill, kill your case. Finally, yeah. Yeah. Kill your case. Yeah. Or you think about like Chandler's dad, mom, and yeah. friends. God, yeah. that was now, terrible. The, now the gays are villains. Look at the White Lotus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> My laugh is too loud. No, on it's me. fine. <laughs> the, she's like breaking. Well, Every we'll, we'll, let's just go, Eric. I was gonna say, and your organization does a lot with the Latinx community, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So our our board vice president is really the person who I give um, so so much of that credit to. She is a very um, vocal advocate for her community, for the Latina community. She's uh, an immigrant. She moved here when she was 18. Um, and so in raising her child and raising her family, they were always very proud of like, no, we're not American, we're Mexican. Yeah. And you're going to speak Spanish at home and all these pieces. And so then when Kid came out as trans and there were only white trans people being depicted mm -hmm. in the media, she was like, 
that's that's a white person thing. Why are you doing that? Yes. Um, and <laughs> I have like, a, shocked. No, I have a, a good friend, and um, her family is from Ecuador. Yeah. And you know when she came out, it was like no, no, this is white yeah. people stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like wow. yeah. her and parents so, didn't understand. Yeah. So our our board president or vice president um, did did the damn work and she educated herself and she actually um i met her at another poway unified school so it was very like it was very circular like her kid was going to the same high school that i went to and um she just she was like my child just told me this and i don't know what i'm supposed to do and there's also all the cultural parts and like there's no way we can't tell grandma right Mm. um and so you know she she was super involved in us doing this work and doing this education and she as we were doing it and getting more visibility she was like okay we've established our roots we're in san diego yeah we have to be supporting the latina community yeah because it's i mean we're that's our yeah. sister right, right. down south. Yeah. I would say, like, that is so much of our population. <laughs> yeah. And so she actually yeah. started a Spanish-speaking support group within our organization. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so it's it's become a huge part yeah. of, of the work that we do is making sure that this information is reaching the Latino community, not just in regards to, like, our printed materials, mm-hmm. but we also do... Um, live streams in Spanish where it's they're called conversaciones con Patti. Um, and it's our board vice president largely is the one who does them. And uh, she's accompanied by a queer Latina therapist. And so to have wow. I, it's a very so powerful. Cool. Yeah, it, yeah. That then those live streams are aired and then our families are sending them to Abuela. They are sending them to Theo. And then that information is accessible. Yeah. Right. It's not this is a white person thing. This is two brown women who are telling me that this is the reality for our community too. And that is so important. Right. Yeah. <laughs> within the community within the Latino community. Yeah. That really is <laughs> yeah. so important. And like my my partner is a, a mentor in our mentorship program and, and is matched up with another Latino trans person. And how they have a lot of conversations about like machismo oh, yeah. because yeah. my partner's like yeah. a like gay um, <laughs> <laughs> they're not like a macho man yeah. they watch RuPaul they're Love like it. a where you don't yeah. no, we were no, talking I, about mm, that yeah. you're like Ruhu. <laughs> I'm not a drag gay um, yes but Steven Universe yes, yes. Uh, I know what my kids are watching um, but so my partner has a lot of conversations with their mentee about we're allowed to be Mexican men yeah. and not be these like hyper masculine heterosexual versions of yeah. what that's supposed yeah. to look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because we're trans doesn't mean we have to carry ourselves in this very masculine way. That's the whole point of being trans is we're doing gender the way we're supposed to do gender, yeah. the way we want to do gender. And that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, not participate in making tamales during Christmas. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have to just sit on the couch and watch watch football and drink your beer. That means you do gender your way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is so I awesome. Love that. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, just pondering it all. Well, so, Go ahead, I mean, especially as a parent my, my, myself, <laughs> um, what's so amazing about your organization is that it, 
it understands that inherently in order to be comfortable in your own skin, you have to be comfortable within your family unit. Yes. And you mm. can only do that if you are able and have the verbiage to communicate yes. with your family. So you don't just support the kids, which is obviously the most important thing, but yeah. you support the family yeah. so that there is this dialogue happening because yeah. you can be confident and proud of in yourself, but it is for all of us. We want our parents' approval. And if you don't yeah. get it, don't worry. Fuck that. But you'll still is, live very. So you'll be fine, fine. and successful. Yeah, but fine. oh my yeah. god, does it feel good? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and and that's a huge part of it, right? Of like, especially for our littles. You mentioned, you know, not having the language to communicate. Exactly. Yeah. Our our kiddos aren't saying, "Oh, I'm a transgender girl." They're saying, "I'm a sister, not a brother." Yeah. yeah. And so now it's meeting those parents and saying, "All right, your kid has told you that she's a girl." Um. What do you think about that? Yeah. Because yeah. our society very much has this picture of what it means to be transgender. And it's very much the post-pubescent yeah. version of mm-hmm. what transition looks like and what being transgender looks like. So it is it is meeting the family. And that's what the research shows is that our trans youth are more successful. Our trans adults are more successful when they have family support. We see significant changes um, when it comes to suicidality. I think it's something like 45% of trans adults will attempt suicide or or have experience with self-harm like as or excuse me as a baseline i forget what the baseline is but 45 percent will attempt if they are affirmed by their parents 54 percent will attempt if they are not affirmed by their parents and so this is a major statistical um fact right this is just fact and like you know, I talk a lot about it in the work, and I'm very lucky now that I, I do have that family support. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but when I came out as 16, I tried mm. telling my parents, and it was a non-starter. Yeah. Absolutely mm. not. Like, so, so since we're talking about yeah. language, I know like there's a lot of questions, and there were some people that had questions to ask. So, and I want to approach this as somebody who has no idea about any so we're talking about language and how parent how does a parent start that conversation with their child whether they're questioning their their gender or not because that child could have somebody in their class or somebody that they're interacting with who is so how does a parent start that conversation with their child you're not going to be the first and so that's (laughs) the big part there's a lot of parenting tools that are very inclusive of the trans community. There's a lot of children's books. The big one that we always tell people to buy, and it's my favorite other than Julian, I love Julian, is Red, A Crayon Story. I'm oh, not sure yes. if you've ever seen it. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It never says the word transgender in the okay. whole story. It's a children's book about a blue crayon wrapped in a red wrapper. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, it's just so basically yeah. presented. Yes. 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 Well, and so that's the thing, right? That's how you introduce this to your kids. You don't have to sit them down and be like, some people are born like boys, but they feel like girls. You can literally just be like, here's this book we're going to read. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what do you think of this book? Yeah. I recently, so we just started having elementary programming within our youth programming realm. For a long time, it fell under our parent programming because how do you do youth elementary programming without yeah. a parent? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, we recently opened up our youth programming to elementary schoolers and we started working a lot more in elementary schools 
And I got the opportunity to do Read Across America at one of our local elementary schools. That's awesome. It was really fun. (laughs) Um, And I was reading this book to these second graders. And I'm like, have you ever felt like this crayon? And they're like, yeah, because I'm a boy, my dad wants me to play soccer, but I don't like soccer. And I'm like, yes, exactly. (laughs) Right? So it's, it's very much, you don't have to outright say, you know, mom's supportive of the trans community. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just this piece of people are people and we're yeah. going to respect people for who you are. And if your child is expressing any sort of gender diversity, what the expert tell us, what the medical experts, the psychological experts, what the trans community tells us is you follow the lead of the child. And if that's my son is most happy if I buy him dresses, but he hasn't told me anything about names or pronouns because he's seven. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to buy him dresses. And who cares if he's a boy or a girl or something in between, right? Yeah. He likes dresses. We shouldn't be waiting for distress to be presented mm. to follow a person's lead. Mm-hmm. We should be following, and we call it in the community, we call it trans joy, right? We should be following that piece of what makes a person happy and comfortable in their selves, in yeah. their gender, in their presentation, in the way that they navigate the world. So that's, I mean, that's how you parent this. Yeah. How would you approach somebody when they want to, when they say, what is the difference between gender and sexuality? Isn't it the same thing? Gender and sexuality, absolutely not, right? But that is a question that a lot (laughs) of, I think, people who either have gay kids or anybody with that falls within the queer, they're like, because you see a lot of it where they want to sexualize exactly anything related to the LGBTQ community. So what is the, if you were going to explain it to a novice, like what is the difference between sexuality and gender? Isn't it the same? I I talk about it with my partner a lot because my partner, when, when they came out to their mom, she was like, I think you're just bisexual. Um, (laughs) Their friend's like, here we go. (laughs) And he was like, well, I am, but that's not, the problem yeah like yeah yeah (laughs) i don't care about that one um so so what's the difference so there's a lot of things that our society culturally lumps into gender Mm -hmm. gender is actually just one small piece of the puzzle gender is that innate sense of knowing who you are right gender is formed around the ages of three to five it is an internal sense it has to do with yourself Sexual orientation has to do with your relationships with other people, right? So, like, when when we're doing our trainings, my whole little, like, spiel that I do, right? We have gender identity. We have sex assigned at birth, which is not always the same as a person's anatomical sex. That is 100% true. (laughs) Um, And then we have gender expression. And those are kind of the cornerstones of gender as a society as we understand it. If they're right here, if they're four sisters, sexual orientation is like the third cousin all the way over there that they only see like every fourth family reunion. <laughs> they have very little. They have I very little that. to do with each other. I love yeah, that. Exactly. Right? Maybe they change the language you use. Like my sister who is a cis woman who is attracted to women, she uses lesbian. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't see a cis man who's attracted to men who's also experiencing homosexual attraction. He wouldn't necessarily call himself a lesbian, but that's the only impact my sister's mm. gender has on her sexual orientation. Mm. Ah, that is a, yeah. that was a perfect explanation. Yeah, love that. I love I've been that. doing this work of very long time. So <laughs> another sweet. question. Yeah. Pronouns. What, yeah. Why pronouns? What is the importance about using them? And Because I know um, 
why yeah why are pronouns important was one of the questions yeah so we all use pronouns Mm -hmm. um in the english language we use gendered pronouns that's not true of every language absolutely yep so tagalog actually my my best friend's mom growing up um, really struggled with my pronouns when they changed because in Tagalog there aren't gendered pronouns, and so she just never got the hang of gendered pronouns. <laughs> oh, regardless, like ever. <laughs> she's like, um, "What are you?" That she's like, "That's a I U.S. thing." I don't know. Yeah, exactly. She's like, he. I mean, they, and I'm like, you know what? It's good. <laughs> just, yeah, you just you keep doing what you've been yeah. doing. Yeah. This is you're fun like for you're me. fine. Um, but so so in in the English language we just use gendered pronouns. Mm-hmm. And and pronouns are simply the third person language that we use to identify ourselves. We all use pronouns. Yeah. Identifying our pronouns is socioculturally a new thing. We've been conditioned to make assumptions about a person's pronouns mm. based on those external yeah. indicators. And we know that those aren't always true and that those aren't universal. Um, what it is to look masculine isn't a universal thing. So it's important for folks to identify their pronouns so that we don't have to make those assumptions. Yeah. Right? If we rely on on those general generally accepted ideas of what gender is, I will never be gendered correctly just as a guess. Mm-hmm. Right? I have to disclose my pronouns for someone to gender me correctly, which is why you do it every time you introduce yourself. Everywhere your name appears, your pronouns should appear. Yeah. Because when the cisgender community or the community of folks who are not trans, so cisgender, C-I-S gender, mm-hmm. it's a person whose gender identity is the same as their sex assigned at birth. Um, when a... Yeah, right. <laughs> me too. That's me. Yeah. Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, ah. <laughs> I wish it were. No. Um, but when a cisgender person identifies themselves with their pronouns, it's essentially taking the power of like intentionally targeting the trans community away from us. It is establishing you as a safe person to our mm. community because even if you don't have all the answers, on some level, you get mm. that a person can't just assume your pronouns looking at yeah. you. Yeah. Right. And so like my, my partner and I were talking about it recently. I was reminding myself of the first time I ever did this sort of work by myself without my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like when I first started, I was her intern. So I just did everything with her and it was great. <laughs> um, but my first thing that I did as at the time community engagement coordinator was uh, I was speaking at a local event and someone was like, well, I'm Jewish, and to me, identifying myself with my pronouns feels like being forced to wear the Star of David. And I'm like, okay, this okay. is not okay. similar, because here's the thing. Asking the cisgender community to identify themselves with their pronouns would be like every single person during World War II wearing a Star of David, regardless of if they were Jewish or not. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it removes exactly. that ability to identify the marginalized group. Mm-hmm. So when you all introduce yourself with your pronouns, that takes away the ability for others to misgender me as like an intentional gotcha trans person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it becomes this super helpful tool. Okay. And it normalizes it. Yeah. It, it's just, we're all doing this. This is what we do. We want to, you know, put this forward as just a normal, general, courteous thing to do. Mm. So that way. Well, and like, think about the number of like masculine women who get misgendered. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. Or like feminine men who on the phone, if they have a higher registered yes. voice, so then who there get are, or there's the people that I've run into who have the mindset of like, pronouns, I don't care what you call me, so I don't need to introduce it. Right. But the, the like, 
that's kind of how I am. But my thing is, it's not about me. Me mm-hmm. saying my pronouns are he, him is for your benefit, for their benefit, yes. not mine. If I don't give a crap what you call me, that's fine. But my responsibility is for it's about you. It's for that other person you're interacting with. Yeah. And I think that's where I think some people where they like you saw people online they're like my pronouns is hamburger i'm like right, you're missing up. the point yeah. it's not about you right it has it has nothing to do with you know that. What I mean? it very yeah. much has to do with like, just the structure of our language i had a it meg is. ryan cut in middle school so <laughs> okay wait uh-huh. why good. No, it's good. i I'm love like, that wait, word. Meg, meg ryan people, from which movie like the short meg oh, the, no. the pixie little yeah, you, but yeah. it like didn't french look like that from french kiss i love that movie um, we should do that. Um, we should. I, one time I was in the local paper, like I got interviewed for something that was happening and then yeah. they were like, you know, local boy, Bryn McGeckerin. So yeah. he, you know, and no. like, <laughs> and yes. And that happened to me all the time. People always thought I was yeah. a boy and you know, and I think if we had been in a society where a, you had asked or B things were more fluid, I wouldn't have been so embarrassed about it. Cause like yeah. to me, I'm like, I'm 12. Yeah. Like, of course I don't look, you know, like of course it's yeah. ambiguous. Kids don't have gender. Yeah, like, exactly. They just look. But to me, in my head, it was like hugely embarrassing yeah. end of yeah. my life. And it's like that's because we have these strict structures in place mm. where you can't get a Meg Ryan cut if you have braces <laughs> and a round face. My my mom, the same thing happened to her. Her middle school boys sat on one side of the cafeteria and girls sat on the other side of the cafeteria. Yes. Yeah. That's what you do. And my mom would frequently be like, "Hey, you're on the wrong side," and she's like. I fully have had my period for three years. Now. I think I'm I on the right side. Yeah. And was humiliated every time because wow. she's like, Do we have to run through this every day? Every time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so when it comes to, I know people get confused with understanding, like, let's say a trans person wants to be identified as he, him, but when, or, or she, uh, but when it comes to they, them, and Zine, why is that important? Or why does somebody go, uh, she doesn't fit with me, he doesn't fit with me? I'm going to use they. And people yeah. look at grammar and go, well, isn't that grammar? It's not correct. Yeah. What, explain the whole they, them, because you I identify as they, them. I do identify so. as a they. I love this question. So before <laughs> I was, so I, I got my bachelor's in social work. Before that, I was an archaeology major with a focus in linguistics. I love language. <laughs> so you're I the perfect language. person yeah. to explain yeah. this. So linguistically, we've used the singular they, them since the 1300s. We have used the singular they to identify people who we don't know their gender for hundreds of years. Who left, like, they left the door open. I don't know who it was. They left the package at the door. Who left their water bottle on the table. We use the singular they. For myself personally, um, why I use they, them pronouns, because there's a myriad of reasons a person may identify as as Mm non-binary. That's how I identify broadly. That's like the umbrella term for me. Um... I personally, gender is a social construct, right? This is something we've established as a society, and I personally don't buy into it. I don't think it's worth my time. Um, And so I identify as non-binary. I identify with they, them pronouns because, like, she, her feels super gross. (laughs) Um, And he, him... 
Boys are just, I'm so sorry. Boys are just icky. They are. <laughs> I they also are don't want to be a he. Agreed. So, I don't blame you. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah. identify with the they them pronouns, but it's it's really interesting because we're seeing more and more of the the appearance of neo pronouns or new pronouns. Um, well, that was the other thing. Like, yeah. what are the I when I was doing research that what are these new pronouns? And so many. Who decides? What pronoun is going to be okay and what's not? Who decides anything with language? Exactly. So true. <laughs> right. But yeah. then you have people with even within the queer community yeah. go, uh-uh, you can't do that. Right, right. So, like, what is – where do you – like, half the time you're like, okay, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing – Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so new pronouns, they, they largely come – they're created by the trans community for understanding our own expressions of gender, right? So it, a lot of it, the emergence of neo-pronouns – and I couldn't tell you exactly when it happened because they've been a thing for as long as yeah. I've been doing this work, right? They've been a thing at least for six years. Um, but they, they emerged from this piece of – in particular in languages other than English where there wasn't a singular non-gendered pronoun like the singular they, mm -hmm. they were emerging. Like the Zizer pronoun is the one mm -hmm. you'll see the most frequently and it actually originated in Spain. Shout out Barcelona guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. It actually originated in Spain. Yeah. Um, and so we've very much seen this emergence. And now there's, I mean, pronouns are like as unique as like a nickname, right? Like yeah. the mm -hmm. queer community, we know what it's like of like, oh, hey girl. Oh, right? yeah. Not um, every gay man is comfortable with hey girl. Mm -hmm, yep. So mm -hmm. even the name of the yeah. show I got grief of. Like it's because it's who invited her. her. And I right. had to explain why did and I And I'm pick like, her, um, excuse not me, him. it's who invited them. Yeah. And exactly. I'm like, yeah. for me, and I was like, it is my show. And the strongest <laughs> want. people in my life have been her. Yeah. So for me, her is a word of power. I'm going to put that in the title of my yeah. show. And it's funny as hell. Like, yeah. who invited her? Oh, yeah. And please. you can use it in a good way and in a bad way. But for me, the women have been the yeah. most, like, people who identify as her have been the biggest influences in my life. Yeah. So I'm like, that's. Yeah. I'm not gonna call who invited him. And, <laughs> yeah, who did invite him? He needs to go. Like, yeah. He needs to leave. But like you know, pronouns, language—it's one of those things where yeah. it's, it's as unique as you know what haircut you wear. And like, I don't know if I've said this forever that like language evolves and words have the power yeah. that we give to them. I would say, see, Miss, Mrs. Ms. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So it, it's, you know, it's constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, I like, I always hate this too when people like make up a word and everyone's like, oh, you're dumb. And it's like Shakespeare made up words and you guys are quoting him now. Shakespeare <laughs> made up the word marketable. So words. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the one I quote in my trainings. I'm like, marketable? He Mar made that up. He just pulled <laughs> that up. up. So, you know what? This is going to be, yeah, let's just yeah. make it a thing. Language is so fake. Yeah. Language it is. is fake. <laughs> it is. So it's like, don't give people grief for making a word up. They're all made up. They're yes. all made up. Yeah. They and it, yeah. who decides what words are real? No one. No one. No. Like, right. if you work with high schoolers any day of the week, you know what? So my sister's a, a high school um, coach, and her kiddos have taken to um, referring to their toes colloquially as dogs. Because that's that's like a yeah, thing. Yeah, dogs, dogs are barking. Right, sure. Yeah. My dogs are barking. Yeah. 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 Okay, exactly. Their whole thing is, my sister coaches water polo, no dogs on the pool deck, right? So that no means get the in the water. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, no dogs on, on the, the pool deck? That would yeah. mean nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> right? I can't bring my dog to the like, pool? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'd be like, of yeah. course not. What the hell is a pool deck? Like, right? what is that? Yeah. So... Language doesn't mean anything. Yeah. We make up what it means. And so what the really cool thing about neo-pronouns is, and, and the queer community as a whole, is we just, 
make up our own words because yeah. the words that had been used in the past, those are gone. They've been destroyed by colonialism and years of gentrification and yeah. years of everything. We don't have that language anymore. There's six genders that were represented in the Talmud originally in the original Hebrew. We have no idea how to translate them because those words cut. don't exist anymore. That is I'm a very yeah. 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 I know. I'm like, Thank wow. You. Continue. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so we don't have a way to translate that language anymore. So now the Jewish non-binary community, okay, make up your own word to translate that Hebrew into English. Yeah. Because there is no established translation. Yeah. Make it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just and like we do with this show, half yeah. the time we here, make we're it up. It up. <laughs> and, and every generation makes up a new language yeah. all throughout time. You can see yeah. through the seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, it just every generation yeah. does it. I, my, so my mom grew up in West Virginia. She says "crick" instead of "creek." I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, and just down like by the crick. This used yes, to drive exactly. me crazy. You know who you are. Um, people in the Midwest, like, well, producer Rob used to say "pop" for pop. soda, and I'm like. What, what the yeah. hell? But where everything's a Coke. A Coke. Yes, oh, yes. for me, everything is a Coke. I say, can yeah. I get a Coke? And they say, is Pepsi okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wanted a root beer. Exactly. I'm going to get a Coke or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. But you guys, you know what it's time for? Oh, a break. break. Oh, <laughs> so fast. I know. I just we're going to take a quick, no. <laughs> quick break. When we get back, we're going to cover some uh, stuff that's been trending this week. The finale of Lo- White Lotus. Mm. Sam Smith was getting some hate on Twitter for his jumpsuit. We're going to talk about that. And maybe RuPaul. <laughs> I'll decide. But you guys, we will be right back. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to podcast. Give the show a five-star rating because these narcissistic assholes need it. If you're watching the show on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, we're back from break. <laughs> oh, should we get into some what's been trending? Yes. Because I think it'll relate to stuff we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, so a lot has happened since our, since this, where, where where's my notes at? God damn it. Um, first off, everybody's been talking about Doing it. this for years. RuPaul's Drag Race season fifteen yes. has moved to MTV. Are you guys yes. going to buy? Prisco? I cannot <laughs> buy another <laughs> channel to watch Drag Race. It's, okay. And then World of Wonder. Like how many? I say like yeah. I, already, I have World of Wonder for the queens that I actually enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Everyone my age watches. I love that show. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you. Okay. Look at the language. Um, But yeah, so RuPaul's Drag Race season 15 has moved to MTV. And the reason why is because of the Viacom. I guess MTV is part of Viacom. Yep. Um, And they're going to be globally expanding the show. So it only made sense for them to go to MTV. well, it's it's weird because now they have spinoffs in Brazil, Germany, and Mexico, among other ones. So Paramount Plus is going to be where All Stars and like Queens That's of the a, Universe. Exactly, have All Stars on a separate. Yes, yes. So we can't get rid of it. No, if right. we want to watch All Stars or Queens of the Universe, so, we just need to buy something crazy. else. I can't do it. Do you I know, do what's really bizarre when we go to TJ and turn on Wow. I can watch the normal one in the yes. U.S. Yes. in Mexico. 
but not on my same subscription here not in the U.S. That's yeah. so weird. It's even more confusing <laughs> internationally. Screw us, just as much as possible. Yes. It's wild. So uh, yeah, their guest judge for the premiere is going to be Ariana Grande is coming back to the show to guest oh. judge on the first two episodes. Um, you know what I thought was really interesting is RuPaul actually is the most um what's it called he has won the most award like person yeah. of color awards for the emmys oh well, he holds the record for i think a 12 emmys or something remember, like that like yeah. house of that house of style and like yes on mtv forever MTV. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah cindy crawford yeah with cindy crawford yeah, yeah exactly you're like, speaking my language yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm gonna talk to you about something with white lotus yeah um you're like i don't evan's like rupaul's been around for so, so long. long yes god that, that when you remember sense. his tv show he had to talk to vh1 vh1 with michelle visage yeah i remember that i know michelle visage well enough so are you gonna watch the season 15 I mean, this is the record of 16 queens. Yeah, um, a lot. So the internet has been going crazy for Sasha Kobe, who I'm not very familiar with. But I guess within the drag community, she's huge among drag queens. Okay. Um, but another trans queen. She's another trans queen that's going to be on the show, yeah. which is going to be great. And twins. Yeah. Which we were talking about every hey. year, fans of um, Sugar and Spice, who I actually follow on TikTok yeah. and Insta. That's how they're I. gorgeous. I know they're really cute. Young, young they're boys. So I wish uh, I wish my twin and I looked like that. <laughs> Honestly, we get yeah, dressed twin in the did. morning. Yeah. No, we didn't. I was like, one of these years. <laughs> I was say, one of these years, I'm like, my. Well, I'll have my sister put me in drag. There you go. By drag, I mean have her make me look like her <laughs> oh got it okay, uh, yeah. and so we'll do that but yeah. like god they they're, go, they're insane their makeup skills and their, their outfits. outfits i would say the shoes they always yeah. wear these massive shoes anything like that. it's gonna be so so far the the twitterverse and everybody's talking about the season especially the queens that there is a lot of drama happening on this season with that many people yeah. how can there not be yeah i watched the meet the queens i honestly they don't look the same to me at this point. <laughs> it's too many. <laughs> they really do. We're there's no old. one with like a stylistic, yeah. like there's a, a got mick. Yeah, there's, like there's there no jinx that's, or like, no. yeah. Right. yeah. I was like, well, maybe, who knows? There always seems to be one that comes out of the woodworks during sure. the recording. Yeah, that's true. I, I have a question what? about sugar and spice. Do you know, are they going to like walk the runway together that's or are I they going to do Did separate? You, yeah, so do they compete together? Are they one drag queen? In the Mexico one, they... They yeah. were one unit. Lama yeah, Straga, they unit. were one. They're, yeah, the yeah. So from the Meet the Queens, they both did their entrance looks separate. <gasps> and did they not match? No. They were wow. they were still sugar and spice, like how they right. do. But um even their interviews were separate and they talked about competing against each other. <gasps> I, so and everybody's saying the rumor is is there's an episode where they have to lip sync against yeah, each other. I was course. gonna say you're, you're gonna put not gonna twins not do that. Yeah. My sister and I had to establish that I'm the smart and ugly twin and she's the pretty and stupid. I wouldn't twin. take that. <laughs> I'm that the we pretty wouldn't uh, smart no, twin. We, we're identical. We look <laughs> yeah. exactly okay. the same. Nobody wins with that. I don't like uh, that. Well, we <laughs> so we wouldn't compete. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. 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 No, we would get. I was thinking about me. Which and my one are twins. you? Yes. No, I, are you pretty and stupid? Are you I, um, 
I'm pretty and vicious, so I would get uh, rid of vicious. my brother right away. I say that is my sister. Vicious. I'd be like, your brother's vicious yeah, you too. Take him out right he's away. vicious, yeah. vicious. Yeah. He's vicious. I'm nice, vicious. He's openly out vicious. I yeah, tell my, I tell people all the time. I'm like, Milo's the mean twin because That's she'll say it is. to your face. Yeah, he's the mean twin. I'm shady. I will say it to <laughs> yeah. your face to yes. use different yes. language. Exactly. Yeah. To be nice, unless you really piss me off. You've seen when I get pissed off once. I've seen yeah. it once. I blew up. I couldn't help. Yeah. It. Yeah. I was like, it I was, was well deserved. Oh, yeah. It was not pretty. The other thing that happened this week, oh, you know what I watched last night? I don't know if y'all saw this. So, Disney Plus released Beauty and the Beast, <gasps> the 30th anniversary With special. Josh Groban and her. Yes, no, and I didn't her. See it. I watched it last night, very, very late and very isn't Shania Twain in it too? <laughs> okay, okay, I gotta talk about that. I've only seen the opening number, and it. So, if you're incredible. going into it thinking it is a remake of the show, they literally just show the 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 movie, and then the songs are live action. Oh, okay, that's cool. and they're done differently, very interpretive, okay. not like the Broadway show, not like the movie. They do their own spin on it. Okay. Which creatively, I thought it was great. Some of them I was like, mm. yeah. but Josh Henry as Gaston won. He is freaking <gasps> ridiculously so hot. Pretty. His voice. I literally, I told my partner, I was like, I don't know if I'd go for Josh Groban if but that's the I know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, because Josh Groban plays the beast. Oh, okay, he's got it. great. So great. And the puppet yeah. that he operates as the beast was mm-hmm. a really cool Very little oh, twist they did. Yeah. I don't know. A giant puppet. Not like a little. <laughs> no, it's literally him it's inside this. Oh. Like you see okay. Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like that. Odd. Okay. And um, so that, and then the Rose was a dance troupe. Weird. It, it <laughs> was weird. Mind you, I was really high when I watched this. <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing." Well, I, I will have to watch it. My yeah. partner would be all over her, interpretive dance. Her for the was Rose. interesting choice for Belle. She was pretty, oh, okay. though. She was very, uh, very, Ladies very and gentlemen, her. her. Uh, yeah, that's all <laughs> I could think of. Yeah. But it was the weirdest thing. She comes out at the end when they're in the thing. You see her disappear after singing Beauty and the Beast, the Celine Dion and B.B. Bryce version. Yeah. And she extends a series playing the guitar. And it was just the weirdest. Like, I'm like... Did I miss something? And again, you're high out of your mind. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, did I miss something? Is this really happening? So, and then Shania Twain as Mrs. Potts. Is uh, that who she plays? Okay. Yes. I have mixed feelings because didn't she support Trump? Yep. Because uh, I know everyone was like, or the reemergence and the let's go girls. But she was also on RuPaul's as a judge, but I think it was before. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're not. Yeah. Yeah. She was an interesting choice. She, like, re- she had that pink wig at the... Yeah. What award show was that? And then she changed yeah. Yeah. Let's Go Girls to like Ryan Reynolds or something like or something that. like that. And I was like, I don't know about Shania though. I'm kind of out. Yeah, I'm not. I was shame. just like, meh. Sh- I, it's a shame, meh. Because it's all. I but you know what was really cool as a theater nerd? Rita Moreno was oh the narrator. My God. I love her. Oh. She was who? The narrator. She was like oh, just telling she's the really story. Having uh, a resurgence as well. Yeah. Rita Moreno's coming right? back. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Uh, so as we we're talking about like actors having a resurgence. Jennifer Coolidge, uh, she got nominated uh, for a Golden girl. Globe. Yes, yes. yeah, she's Entertainment's I mean, Person of the Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the How way, she not yeah. be. If you get a chance, Entertainment um, Weekly did an article. For, she got named Entertainer of the Year. So when they get named Entertainer of the Year, they can pick somebody to interview them. She picked Ariana Grande. I read <laughs> oh, the yeah. interview what? that they did. It was. So cool. She actually really? thanks yeah. Ariana Grande for her resurgence because she, Ariana yeah. Grande wanted her for her music video. Yes. Now, thank you, Next. Slid into yeah. her DMs. Oh. 
messaged her and she was like, "It why is Ariana Grande messaging me?" Yeah. To I say, do- and the case loved Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, it so, would make and sense. And she was like, "I've been booked since like it's her like because, because this, of her." Ariana Grande Sanders- does an amazing Jennifer Coolidge impression. Yeah. Well, that's what better it started. than mine. Apparently, <laughs> I say I wish I could. So that's what started it in this in this interview. She credits um, Ariana Grande by like, "You did that impression of me." From that came her getting cast in the next um, Thank You Next video. And then Jennifer Coolidge started getting booked for everything after that. So she, it's a really cute interview between, and you can tell they actually like each other and they're friends. Um, If you get a chance, it's, I read it on Entertainment Weekly's website. It's, it was really, really cool. But did you watch the finale yes. of White Lotus? I, Evan's like, I did not watch this shit. I'm going to know. Again. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it very briefly, but spoiler. If no, you haven't nice. watched spoiler. it, Stop spoiler. now. Yeah. Stop now. Wow. Every, every single meme that I have seen has made me laugh. And I thought I would get sick of them, and yeah. I have not. No. I was scrolling for half an hour. Me too. Is this, but I think this is where I'm seeing the like yes. homophobic homophobic Jennifer Coolidge. Is that yeah, where I'm she's that like, well, the gays are, are going to kill me. Yes. Yes. Because the gays are going to kill me. Because it is a group of gay men that they are, are trying, trying to, to kill her. her. I hope they, it's very <laughs> literal. They are like literally These trying gays. to kill her for Listen, her life. You know, queer people me. can be villains. We know. You know what? Better, I thought Coolidge? I was going to have a problem with that, but I'm like, no, there are queer people who are villains. Yeah. I love this soundboard. I'm obsessed. I need to know what Disco Dolly theme is. Oh, Disco oh, Dolly. Disco Wait, that was really yeah. loud. We're, this is... Disco. It's Dry Disco. Queen here in San Diego. He's been on Disco our show. Dolly. I see. No. She has I a love new song. Wait, I love it. She has her own music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see any you want to you wanna try out? Yeah. Um, can, I get a, can I get a Tina Bring Me the Axe? Okay. Oh, you've seen Mommy Dearest, yeah. right? Tina Bring Me the Axe! Oh, my mom used to me all the time because I'll call her Mother Dearest. And oh, she's God. like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but it's also a compliment. Right. Yes. It's like, no, you're iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic is Jennifer Coolidge's performance yeah. in White Lotus. <laughs> yeah. So I I was loving the season. I thought it was great. So good. Yes. I applaud Audrey Plaza because oh, this so was a good. character. So I amazing. Too. Yeah. I have yeah. not seen yeah. her play, she's, and she also got amazing. nominated for Golden Globe. Good for her. Um, Jennifer Coolidge though stole the the whole. Yeah. Ep- well, it's that last <sighs> episode with just the guy. <laughs> <laughs> she's shooting, she's shooting them all. and shooting it and not even looking. So I really thought she was gonna get off the boat. Me too. And then so did her, I. A spoiler, her death. I was like, that's it. She that's literally it. this is it. Bloop, bloom, bump. Yeah. She literally falls wow. off the boat, Evan, yeah. hits her head, falls in the ocean. She that's and she it. survived this like heroin scene where she survives all this. Crap that's coming towards These her. Demon are and trying to kill she her. Pulls her the whole final she girl, slips, and then she slips yes. and, and dies and, and kills herself. The stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Show very last second. <laughs> yeah. These guys, they're, they're trying to kill, kill me. me. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about this show is that it lives in the uncomfortableness the entire. Yes. It's just yeah. uncomfortable over, over and, and over. Because I 
a again. point, the audience is aware that these gay men are trying to murder her. Like, yes. you know, but she doesn't. No. And she She's ignores oblivious. so many signs. Yes. yes. Wow. And then you're just like, Je-. but then that part of it is you're like, you kind of deserve this at this point. <laughs> like, like, Jen, what? <laughs> Let's get it together. You yeah. kind of caused it. Yeah. Jennifer, There's a lot of things of not right going yeah. on. And you have so many. She sees the picture. A, yeah. I would have like, been like, bye, peace out. Yeah. Out of there. But <laughs> yeah. I and just, then on the boat, I'm like, why why don't you just start the boat and drive away? You killed everybody <laughs> on it. Well, never I mean, get on a boat with anyone ever. No, ever. Just never get on a boat. That's, our, yeah. that's, our that's good advice. Away. You know what yeah. I did? So the end of the, there was a lot of stuff not answered at the end of the, end yeah. of the show. So a the lot. two couples, Harper and I forget the, her partner, and then the and other Finn. two. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Finn and then Cameron yeah. and... What's so we never know if they actually cheated on each other. No. It never is explained. You never know. And then that I was who was I talking to about? It? I was talking to somebody about it and they go, Wow, it makes you think as if you're in a couple or you're dating. And say, somebody. isn't that just life? Yeah. Do you know everything about the other person? Yeah. And if you don't, is that a big issue? You say, I don't want to know everything. Yeah, I don't. My yeah. Well, no. I think this was like a really big like if you're rich, just choose to be happy. <laughs> just live with that ignorance. Yes. yes, just choose to be happy. Yeah. If you're rich, just deal with it and go on vacations and maybe swing and maybe don't and yeah. then just choose and to be don't rich. Don't pay and... for a PI. Yes. yes. No. <laughs> nope. And then don't get on a boat. Portia is left with the only person knowing what really happened and yeah. she's like, um, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm going and not doing anything. I'm not gonna check Ugly on ass anyone. Outfit. <laughs> it's just like maybe you have sex with your uncle, but I'm gonna I'm not, go to the I'm airport. Going. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. <laughs> was the weirdest. Yeah. And I love that the two Italian girls, yeah. they yep. they ended up getting what they the, wanted the at the end. The sex worker like is the one who like wins out of everyone. Everybody. She's the most realistic yeah. about yeah. what yeah. they're all entering into. Yeah. Poor Jennifer Coolidge. Poor Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> but you guys, the season was amazing and it's been renewed for season three. I'm hoping Tanya comes back. Pre- her, her twin sister comes back. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm hoping prequel. A prequel, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they got to keep Jennifer Coolidge. So Jen, She's just on a wild right night right she now because the Watcher Ryan Ren- Ryan she's good in that Watcher, too, which got renewed for another season too. God, that was so weird. I still need to watch. That. I haven't it's, watched it either, if you're thinking because it is yeah. based on a true story, but it, it is very not true what happens in sure, the season. Of course, like it's bonkers. Yeah, like you look at like the Danish girl or yeah. what was yeah. the one about. Um, What's her name? Well, Gypsy Rose. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. None the, of them are but true. But this is like, there's ghosts, and there's like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, and you're like, it, were yeah, it goes, real. It goes nuts. <laughs> and you're like, this is not love, what I'm, really happened. But I like a good ghost story. Yeah, there's yeah. like a love it. There's demons. And you're like, oh, and the Watcher. Satan? Yes, you're like, Satan this is himself. it's Ryan Murphy for sure. Oh, okay. You know, it's like sorry, spoiler. Well, he's alert, guys. been hitting. He, he's been wall. swinging some misses for me lately. I mean, the latest we talked about. He defended that American Horror Story, the newest one, that New York City one. Ugh. I just I felt. Yeah, I'm also not that gay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't watch that. No, nope. you're not <laughs> Ryan Murphy gay. I, you know, I, I don't. don't watch a lot of TV because you know it rots your brain. No yeah. college. College. <laughs> I was, oh, okay. I was yeah. in college, oh, okay. so oh, I, I, I had it. no oh, okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, catching up now. I'm catching yeah. up Got to it. all the things. Yes. But another big thing that happened this week, uh, Doma, right? Doma got passed. Doctor. Doctor. Why do I keep saying it wrong? 
the respect for no, marriage. No, 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 Doma, the defense of marriage. That is marriage. Yeah, Doma. Yeah, Doma. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. God, Brent, throw me off. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah, the Respect for Marriage Act went into law, and for people who don't know, this is after Terrence Clark. What's his name? The Supreme Court guy, Terrence. Clarence Thomas. After the whole Wade versus Roe, how he had mentioned you need to relook at same sex marriage, blah, 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 blah. So that now this um, Respect for Marriage Act, all the states have to acknowledge um, same sex marriages and interracial marriages, Mm -hmm. which I'm like. Why are we still fighting for this? It's so stupid. We're in 2022. As a society, we should be better. Remember that thing we decided many, many years ago we absolutely needed? We're so excited that they didn't take it away from us. Yeah. Yeah, It's wild. It's good. It still sucks. And that's the thing, right? Like, to absolutely celebrate DOMA. Like, it is a so essential part of legislation. It also doesn't ratify that same sex marriage and interracial marriage are forever. Yeah. Yeah. All it says is that if you were already gay married, I guess you can stay gay married. Yes. Yeah. But anybody who wants to get married. Yeah. Yeah. It's still. Do I it. Just, yeah, we need to take it. a look. Oh, it's incredible. I yeah, mean, it's my, great. my partner and I genuinely, we were like, because we were terrified yeah. after, yeah, after the overturn of Roe v. Wade. I, we're like, I think everybody yeah. in the queer community yeah. was, because it was like, okay, they're starting with the queer women and women in general. Right. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. Yeah. None we of us like, are safe. <laughs> we're, you know, 20 and 24. Do yeah. we have to get married? Like now do we before have it's too late. Yeah. 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 So uh, I get it. I think uh, we need absolutely something to celebrate, and we should be celebrating yeah. as we much as we take can. a look at straight marriage. Because I have my husband had a great run. Do straight yeah. people like each other? No. <laughs> Questions for the ages. <laughs> Do you see the way that like straight women on t- Twitter talk about their boyfriends? Oh, Holy they moly. hate them. <laughs> they hate them. <laughs> they bully. And then men are just like, ah, oh, they're my like. Wife. The yeah, yeah, you know right? what I mean. I watch yeah. Real Housewives. I get it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I know. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. They did. Um, haha, thank you. They uh, somebody <laughs> did a go. cut. Um, White Lotus, but instead of Jennifer Coolidge, it was uh, Shannon Bedore from the Real Housewives <laughs> yes. of Orange County, and her just being like awkward with the music behind send it. And it was. Ama- I'll send it to you. It's amazing how <laughs> similar oh, they are. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but you know how I like to end the show. With a feel-good moment. Yeah. Yes. This week is the, what I'm going to show you guys. And I think some of you may have seen it. Mm-hmm. Some of may not. Um, uh, it's been trending. It's been all over. Um, it's been all over TikTok. It's been everywhere, right? So I'm just going to play it. And then. Is this going to be like when you made us watch the um, Queerest Folk uh trailer and it made us all cry <laughs> yeah yes. it was like ugly crying yeah. exactly yeah. and i think it's perfect for yeah. our episode this week i mean i let me so it, it definitely oh. took its rounds in our org slack channel so, yeah yeah i have not all right seen i'm this. gonna Where put this up so everybody we can watch it together and react together it is oh, absolutely Touching. Let me start it from the okay, beginning. Okay, so older people in general. I'm old already tearing up. Cry. I'm already oh, tearing up. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Evan. She's fully. I'm already <laughs> crying. You're crying at a whiskey logo. <laughs> so this is a new advertisement. She's an old man. And she's like, it's so sad. This is an advertisement for J and B Whiskey. So okay. for everybody who is just listening to the podcast version, go on YouTube, follow the channel. It'll be on there. Um, but it is so heartwarming. Um, I'm going to play it and not say anything. <sighs> that was really nice. 
Bryn. Not a dry eye in the studio. <laughs> Not one. Uh, yeah. That was really I, nice. I felt so bad for you the whole time. <laughs> no, I was, she was like, so... oh, he wants to wear makeup and he can't. This is too... And then I was like, oh, he was learning how to do it. Oh, it's his grandson. Oh. That's so beautiful. You okay, so Brad? Oh, I told you, anytime like, an older person is doing anything anyway, I'm like, I don't get enough respect. <laughs> yeah. So for the podcast listeners, go to the YouTube. You can watch the video and Bryn's react. She was a mess during that. <laughs> but good on you, Jay and B. Whiskey for yeah. putting out so an ad right. like that. Like my dad yeah. is definitely getting a oh. You know, when I first oh, watched that this, be, right. yeah, everyone when I best. first watched it, I really thought it was about the grandfather. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, and then the plot like, twist at the yeah. end <laughs> made it it's even like so beautiful. Oh, Literally, God. and like us as an organization. So, first of all, intergenerational family. Yeah. Second of all, Latino intergenerational yeah. family. Yeah. To see the grandparents supporting the trans, especially a trans yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. Please. <sighs> I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm not a whiskey drinker. I'm about to be. Right? <laughs> right? I, I'm about to uh, yeah. establish a taste for whiskey. Thank yeah. God my dad likes whiskey because he's going to be getting J&B bottles for the rest of forever. I, I just think like all of the young kids who are going to see that. Exactly. Because they're exactly. scrolling through TikTok. And this has been all over TikTok and social media. Yeah. They're scrolling through that. They're going to find that. and Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, and like so the good. fear that my partner had telling his grandmother, the matriarch of their family, yeah. Yeah. that yeah. he's transgender. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm no, all sorts I, of ways about that commercial. Yeah. It was just, it's yeah. so special. It it's is. so good. It's, oh, and it's perfect for the holidays. It, it, it made me feel so warm. Did and it? I was like, and then to like have your holiday meal and then you could be yourself and yeah. then like oh god and you can be drunk on but it goes, I know but it goes to what Evan was saying earlier about the family support yes exactly yeah. essential. It's, it's essential it's essential and and this is I'm gonna throw that in there because I think this statistic is so important if Hi, audience. Um, if you have like trans youth in your life, like the statistic is is huge for what the impact of an affirming adult is, and it doesn't have to be a person that they see every day. Just having an affirming adult in your life as a trans person will reduce your suicidality by forty percent. Forty percent. That's a huge fucking number. That's I'm just yeah. like that's, that's no, huge. Big, yeah. you can cuss here. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're grown huge. here. <laughs> yes. No, that's I'm a huge fucking number. Yeah. yeah. And it and like you said, it's just an adult, whether it's a family member, just somebody recognizing. A teacher, a yeah. coach. Yeah. If you yeah. have youth in your life, you can be that forty percent. Everyone say, needs like a Miss Honey. Exactly. Oh, yes. Oh, I, yes. I watched the video on your Matilda. website and it actually made me tear up because I saw these beautiful families yeah. and young trans kids who were so happy and just playing with their other family members and to think how brave they were and how scared even their parents must have been was yeah. just so beautiful. And to think like, I think about how, when I came out when I was 17, which is like over 20 years ago and how hard that was for me, <laughs> it's exponentially harder for them. And it just oh, made yeah. me so happy to see that like, well-adjusted, happy children. And yeah. I, I literally, I was tearing up. It was so beautiful. I don't know if you've ever listened to the How to Be a Girl podcast. Um, we no. show episode one in our trainings. They started these videos, I believe, around six years ago is when they published episode one. 
Um, and it, it very much is that piece of it's a little girl who at the time of, of creating the first episode, she was six, um, but who at three years old told her mom, like, I was supposed to be a girl. And we've been showing this video the whole time we've been doing these trainings, the whole time I've been with this organization. So the whole six years it's been out in the world, we have been showing it to people. And um, I went to subtitle it the other day because we were working on our accessibility as an org. And I pulled up the website and saw the most recent episode was, I think it was 2021, um, but Little Girl is now 12 years old. And to listen to that episode and to hear this happy kid who, like, is going to get to go through the right puberty, yeah, I didn't get that option. Yeah. And so many of my, my clients don't get that option. Yeah. And, yeah. and so to see, yeah, it's and, just incredible. And there's so much bad crap that happens in the world oh i get God. to watch yeah. a video like that and it yes i finished it and i was like wow i have some hope for society Again, yeah, right queer in joy. the world yeah, yeah. Queer joy. we there don't have go. to queer center joy. the distress yeah. put that on a shirt and yeah, sell exactly. queer yeah. joy seriously <laughs> yeah. 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 name of the episode merch. queer joy <laughs> there, there you go, go. Yeah. i'll make it merch for our work. There you and then you can give me money yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Thank Evan. So Give everybody the information for Trans Family Support yeah. Services, where they can get yeah. all, how they get in contact with you, sure, or sure, all sure. of that good sure. stuff. Sure. All of the things. So you can find us at transfamilysos.org, or you could just Google Trans Family Support Services, or even transgender. Um, and we'll pop up pretty quickly. Awesome. Um, and then if you want to reach out to me, if you have any specific questions for me, I am so happy to be, like we say on the website, right? Like Google is a hellhole and you have <laughs> a real actual live trans person willing to answer your questions. So you reach out to me. My email is evan at transfamilysos.org, just like how our website is written. Or you can email our info line at info at transfamilysos.org. All of our services are completely free. The only thing we charge for are the trainings that we do for like corporations and school districts. Mm -hmm. So if you have any questions, if you are questioning your identity or your child's identity or your parent's identity, reach out. We want to help you get the answers you deserve. Awesome. That's I amazing. love that. We will also have a link on our website. So you can click there. And I'll take you right to your guys' website. It'll be yeah. perfect. Um, don't forget to follow the show. We are Who Invited Her underscore podcast. We're still taking votes on the name of uh, her lovely mascot. Yes. <laughs> um, how do people find you, Eric? You can find me on Instagram at Daddy Bear Eric. Oh, and you're, are you going to be doing... Yes. Well, well it's, it's after this airs, yeah. but I'm doing um, okay. Santa Claus again tonight at Flicks, and then tomorrow at Hilo up in North County. So we on our next, on our Christmas episode, we're going to dive into to that of Miss Bryn's night out. Oh God, <laughs> Bryn, where did they find you? Oh, underneath my covers. Um, <laughs> I a real Bryn Mac company. There, yeah. there you go. You guys, you can follow me as Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni on Instagram. Uh, I just want to say to we are at like two hundred and twenty some episodes. Holy oh moly! Gosh. So coming twenty twenty three, we're gonna hit our three hundred episode. 
I just want like we all the people who still listen to our show. Thank you. Yes, thank it means you. so much. I am still surprised yeah. that people still listen as much as they do. I when I went to your website, yeah. I saw gosh, what's her last name? But Ashley, the lesbian comedian. Oh, Ashley oh, Gavin. Yeah, Gavin. Yeah. I wanted to say Graham. I saw her on your website, and yeah. I was like, new follower. Oh, I love <laughs> her. She was <laughs> um, fantastic. Oh, one of my favorite guests to interview. She was great and so freaking funny. <laughs> That's how you're going to get the young audience. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, um, that is it for us. Don't forget, subscribe if you're watching us on our YouTube channel so you can see Britt's reaction to the video oh my today. God. <laughs> um, Even if you don't usually watch it on YouTube, that's that's worth it. <laughs> yeah, right there. You can follow the pod anywhere you get podcasts. Um, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which yeah. I haven't said in a while. Um, it helps us out a lot. And go to the website. We have a bunch of new merchandise on there that you yeah. can buy. Um, and that is it. We are going to see everybody next week for our Christmas episode. Yay. I'm so excited. We're and exchanging we'll, gifts. We're, yeah, we're yeah. Our shade Are we doing yes. that? Yeah, yeah. Shade gifts. gifts. You need yeah, it by yeah. Monday. You gotta go get it. Ooh, I know. Yes. Yeah. I know mine. <laughs> oh, God. Great. But you guys, that is it for us. Thank you again, Evan. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Let me see if I have my music. Now dying to let you know. All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>